0: In the presence of my enemies I raise a hallelujah Louder than the unbelief I raise a hallelujah My weapon is a melody Iris, a hallelujah. Heaven comes to fight for me. I'm going to
1: sing in the middle of the storm.
2: Is worthy of praise, he's awesome in this place. Hallelujah! My sights are set on him today. How about you? Let's lift him up in this place. Hallelujah! I'm exchanging my weakness for his
1: strength right now. Oh, I put on a garment of praise in exchange for a spirit of heaviness.
2: church where everything is changing it's gonna change it's about to change and you've been changed amen Hallelujah! I'm so thankful that we can run into His presence just as I am, as the song goes, and lay everything down at His feet, cast it all at His feet, and take up something new. Take up a new life. Take up a new strength. Take up a new perception of life. Take up joy. Take up what we need in this presence right now. Whatever you have need of today, I want to encourage you, bring your brokenness and exchange it for something new today. Hallelujah! The Word of God says that we can enter into His gates with thanksgiving into his courts with praise. Let's be thankful unto him and bless his name today. Amen. How many are with me? Let's thank him. Let's give him praise. Come on, let's thank him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: Oh, we bless you, Lord. You're worthy of praise. Worthy of honor. We bless your name,
0: Lord. The fruit of our lips give him thanks unto you. Hallelujah praying, God, come and turn this thing around God, turn it around God, turn it around God, turn it around I'm calling on that name that changes everything God, turn it around God, turn it around. God, turn it around. Yeah. All of my hope is in the name, the name of
1: Jesus. Breakthrough will come,
0: come in the name. Thing around.
1: Yeah,
3: God turn it around.
0: God turn yeah. it around. God turn it around. I'm calling on that name. In the name
4: Jesus.
0: That changes everything. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. God, God, turned turned turn God turned it, around. Around. God turned it around. around. God turned it around.
1: God turned it around. God is doing something right now. Declare it. He is up to Declare it over your life today. He is up to Hallelujah. If you have to say it by something. faith. Something. He's doing something right now. He is, he is, doing, something. He is doing something. He's saving God is doing He's something. He's saving something. He's doing something. Right now. Turn
0: it around, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: God turn it around, oh, I'm God seeing turn it. it around, I'm seeing it with God the eyes turn of it, faith. it around,
1: I'm seeing it with the eyes of
2: faith, hallelujah, do you see it this morning, he's turning things around, hallelujah, he's the way maker, hallelujah, we worship you Lord, yeah,
1: Worship Him,
3: worship Him, He alone is worthy. This is my prayer in the desert, when all that's within me feels dry. This is my prayer in my hunger and need, my God is the God who provides.
1: And this This is is my prayer prayer in the fire. fire. In weakness or trial or pain There is a faith proved of more worth than gold So refine me, Lord, through the flame And I will sing praise I will sing praise praise. No weapon formed against me shall remain I will rejoice I will declare God is my thing
5: my prayer in the battle when
1: triumph is still on its wing. i am a conqueror and co-heir with christ so firm on his promise i'll stand and i will bring grace i will bring praise no weapon formed against me shall remain i will rejoice i will declare God is my victory, and He is here, He is here. All of my life, in
3: every season, You are still God. I have a reason to sing, I have a reason to worship, all my life, all of my life. Oh,
1: You go. shall remain and I will, will rejoice I will declare God is my victory in He
4: is With my cry We
1: glorify
3: And this is my prayer in the heart first when favor and providence flow. I know I'm filled to be emptied again. The seed I've
2: received I will sow. Hallelujah. Is that you this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. We're poured out. Poured out for him. Poured out for him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your promises to us this morning. Hallelujah, we stand on your word. So thankful. It's a solid rock. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah.
0: God of Abraham, you're the God of covenants, of faithful promises. Time and time again, you have proven you do just what you say. Though the storms may come and the winds may blow, i remain and fast. And let my heart learn when you speak a word it will come to pass. Great is your friend.
1: unto the setting same I will praise your name. Great is your faithfulness to me. Ooh. Oh,
0: yeah. oh, yeah. oh
4: yeah.
0: Well, seasons change, you remain the same. From age to age, though the earth may pass away, Your word remains the same. Your yeah. history can prove there's nothing You can't do. You're faithful and true. setting same i will praise
1: your From the
0: rising sun From the rising sun to the setting say i will
2: Faithful to you. Amen. Has he been faithful? Come on, everybody. Has he been faithful? You, Hallelujah. We have something to shout about this morning. He's an awesome father. He's worthy of praise. Oh, if I can say Lord, anything about you today, God, I can say I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for your presence, Lord. I'm so thankful for your word. God I'm so Lord. thankful for the Holy Ghost living on the inside of me, the comforter, the strength. you praise. My heart I gives you thanks. I'm so
1: grateful, Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. We praise, praise you, Lord. We praise you. you. Oh, great, great is your faithfulness.
5: So bless you.
1: Great is your faithfulness.
5: I, bless you. I, bless you, I put my Lord. trust
1: in you. I'm I so bless blessed. You. So blessed. I will bless yeah. you, Lord. Great is, is your faithfulness to me. Great is your faithfulness, is your faithfulness,
5: to, your faithfulness to me. The rising sun.
0: From the rising sun to the same, all day I will praise your, your name. All day I'm going to praise. praise you.
1: unto the setting, saying, I will praise your Great is thy faithfulness, O God, God, my my Father. Father, There is no shadow of They fail not As Thou hast been Thou forever will
2: be You guys know this Great is Your faithfulness Let's thank Him this morning Great is Your faithfulness just thank him right now for his goodness. We have so much to be grateful for this year. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You've healed our bodies. You've given us strength to walk throughout this year. God, we're so thankful you've been our provider, our strengthener, our standby. Hallelujah. You're the glory and the lifter of our heads. Thank you, Lord, that you're a rock that we can stand on, God, that we don't have to be moved by the storms of life. Hallelujah. We're so thankful. I'm
1: so thankful. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of the Father. Hallelujah. I oh, will bless you, Lord. I will sing about your goodness, your mercy, and your glory.
2: Him this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. We've been taking part of food and Thanksgiving with family and friends and just enjoying this season. And the very reason why we're enjoying this season is because of God. Amen. Because of His goodness, His grace, His mercy. What we've been singing about is faithfulness. Hallelujah. But when we do that, It ignites faith within us. We're not just singing about something that he's already done in the past. We're singing about what he's done, but we're singing about what he's going to do for us in the future as well. Amen? So we're hooking up our hearts with faith. You know, the word says that we believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And this morning, we've just been hard after, like, as a deer panteth for the water, so my soul longs after you, God. My soul longs after you, God. Hallelujah. I can't live a day without you, Lord. Hallelujah. And so when we have that mentality and that heart set on on who he is in our life, then nothing else is going to satisfy. You know, he created us to be dissatisfied so that the only thing that can satisfy is him. (laughs) Amen. So praise the Lord. We get into his presence. We start lifting up his name. Can you sense his presence here this morning? Hallelujah. He's just breathing over us right now. I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful he's bringing healing and wholeness, spirit, soul, and body to our body, this body believers this morning. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful. And we're so thankful for you all. We are so thankful for you guys. God has blessed this church. We are abundantly blessed. Amen. 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 Look to your brother and sister right next to you and say, I am blessed by you. We're gonna take about 60 seconds. If you want to visit comfortably with those around you, do what's comfortable to you. Just introduce yourself if you've not met somebody. We're gonna give you just a few minutes.
6: And yikes, it's been a week, huh? Um, I'm mashed potatoes wall to wall on the inside. Um, <laughs> so thank God. Uh, we're sitting around Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, I have 50 billion things to say in like two minutes to say it. So let's see what I can do. Um, we're sitting around Thanksgiving dinner saying what we're thankful for, like you should. And um, I was sitting there thinking, oh my God, we have never, like me, I've never been hungry in my whole life. What a blessing. Like you've been hungry, but it's not like you couldn't go get some food. You know what I mean? Like, and that might be, not be the case for everybody here, okay, but wow, what a privilege. Thank God we were born right here. Thank God we were born right now. Thank God we were born to the parents that we had. We got the jobs that we have. We have the, you know, the city we live in. Like anybody have air conditioning? Oh my God, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you know, that is a big deal. And those kind of things, like like I could not eat all the food that we have. We had leftovers, and we still went and got some more food. Like, thank God we have that, you know? We are blessed, blessed, blessed. Super blessed. So um, if you, this is your first time being here, so glad to see you. We have a card that helps you to get connected, We'd ask that you would fill that in. You may already have it. And if not, you can just wave your hand or you can even go to the Next Steps table back in the back. It's got It's like dummy proof so that I can even figure it out. It says it, Next Steps. It's like if you're wondering what do you do next, boom, right there. So go there, fill that card out so we can know what to do to get information to you so that we can know how to connect with you, so that we can bring resources to you, um, make sure that you're taken care of. We have opportunity to give this morning, and I have... Hallelujah, Uh scripture to share with you and a word from God. Um, did I hit all my little notes here? Lindsay's gonna fill in all the blanks for whatever I missed, which is probably a lot. So, <laughs> um, hey, I wanna share a few things with you. I'll preach a whole message on this probably like next time I'm here, um, Pastor Kim. And so, um, <laughs> um, hey, but here's something to remember when you're talking about giving and receiving. Like, remember this does something to you when you give. I have to remind myself of that. When you give, it does something to you, okay? A lot of times you think to yourself, people think to themselves, and out in the world they really think, well, what is that money going towards? Is that even, what is it accomplishing? That is important, but there's another huge piece of the puzzle that's like, you know when you give, it affects your house? When you give, it affects your bank account? When you, a lot of people don't believe that, but that's true. When you give, it affects your financial situation in life. And so there's a story in the Bible in 2 Kings, oh, way back, 2 Kings 3. I'm going to read it to you real quick. Okay, and it says, uh, verse 15, you don't have to put it up there, but it says, not that desert song is about. They're in a drought. The people of God were fighting, and they had no water. The beast didn't have water. So they're saying, Lord, what do we do? And the Lord spoke. And he says, for thus says the Lord, you shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain, yet that the valley shall be filled with water so that you, your cattle, and your animals may drink. That's weird. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. It's an easy thing, King James says. It's an easy thing in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver the enemy into your hand. You shall attack every fortified city, break everything. Okay, next verse. Now it happened in the morning when the grain offering was offered that suddenly water came by Edom, another city, and that land was filled with water. Okay? So we sit there and the Lord is telling them just hang with me for one second. They asked for water and the Lord told them to start digging ditches. That makes no sense. That makes no sense at all. And the Lord even gave them extra help. And he said, look, you're not even gonna see the rain. You're not even gonna see wind. You're gonna have no, you prayed when you started digging those ditches. You made space for what I'm about to do. Then it started raining over there. Is that crazy? So, but when time is Lee, and so he's making it rain over there. And the provision that they need happens way over there, but he's doing it. Sure must be for you. So <laughs> so I have, a, this is important, okay, right, there, right here. This is important, what I'm about to say next, ready? So Lord, help me to be bold. Okay, don't you dare give, don't you dare give up right before the blessing comes because he spoke and the next day they had rain. The next day. Don't you dare give up one day too early. What do we have, like 20-something? I don't even know what day it is. We got like 33 days left in the year or something like that. Don't you dare give up way too early. This has been a banger of a year, right? Don't you dare give up too early. And hear that like God's saying it. Don't you dare give up right before this year ends because there's probably something that you wrote down at the beginning of 2020 that you haven't quite done yet. I got this number I'm trying to hit with my business at work. I'm not there yet, but I'm super close don't you dare give up too early. There might be something, this is offering time. You might have thought, I'd like to give so much. If you haven't done it, boy, get it together. You're so close, you know what I mean? Get it together for the sake of your family. This is not a year to like hang out, chill out, step back. No, this is a year to get in as much as you can before this year ends. Get it done, get it ready, put that seed in the ground and think about it before I close they used to just burn all the offerings. You know that? So there used to never be no question about what are they gonna do with the offering? It's like, bring it on up, light it on fire, watch it go. And you're like, I worked all week for that? Whoa, (laughs) okay? We do a lot more with with it than that. (laughs) And the Lord still receives it. The Lord himself receives it. Jesus in heaven receives your tithes and your offerings. And then he does something to your family because of it. So, okay, just take that as it is, but don't you dare give up too early. That's from God this morning. Don't you dare give up too early because he's got something right on the other side of your seed, right on the other side of your obedience. You don't know what he's doing in the background. And that's all I got for you this morning. So let's stand together, say this thing, amen. Amen. If you receive it, you'll get the blessing. That's just so true. If you receive the word of God, you'll get what he promised you. So let's say this together, Uh, and I sure don't know it, so. (laughs) Ready? (laughs) Lift it up together. Say it together. This is my seed. I sow it into the kingdom of God. I sow because I love God and want to see New Life Church do what God has called us to do. I believe that as I sow my seed, it shall be given unto me good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, as it shall come back to me in many ways. I thank you, Lord, for great opportunities coming my way. I thank you that the windows of heaven are opening because of my obedience to sow my seed. I thank you, Lord, for the favor of God upon my life and the grace to prosper, as you have promised in your word. I also express thanks, Lord, that you rebuke the devourer for my sake. I proclaim that you rebuke forgetfulness and doubt and lack in my life, and I am free now from its bondage and ill effects. Father, I thank you this morning for opportunity to sow into your kingdom. We do this in faith, knowing that when we sow a seed, you are working in the background. While we're resting, you are working, and we trust you, Lord, that this gift we put into your hands will be multiplied back that this blessing will hit your kingdom and it will hit our families and our finances in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
7: Amen. Well, the Holy Spirit was really uh on Luke 2 because that's exactly what I had. That's I was going to share that same exact thing. No, but really, I was this week I was ta- I was you know, Thanksgiving, everybody is talking about all the great things that God has done in their lives and, you know, all these things. But we're also pressing forward with hope, with hopeful expectation for what the Holy Spirit and God can do. Right. And and I was thinking about not that story. I was thinking about Noah and the Ark and how once they once they received their promise and their hopeful expectation, when they arrived at that place, they didn't just say, OK, bye right they pressed on their their satisfaction was not in the promise their satisfaction was in god and I'm so thankful that even when we are believing together, we can, we can be together as a body. When we've arrived at our promise, we can be a body. But we're pressing on towards other things. And I'm so thankful for the things that are coming up because even when we've received our promise, there is more to be had. There's more God to find out. There's more expectations for us to take hold of, right? And so I was just thinking about church, and we we went back to Iowa, and I'm just amazed that churches are still... So tomorrow, ladies... Um, we are going to deck the halls at 6.30. Come on out. We're going to decorate the church for Christmas. Um, it's always a fun time. We play some Christmas music. We hang up all the, all the tree and stuff. So if you come here tomorrow, 6.30, we'll have pizza. Okay, And then Monday through Thursday, we are going to continue Zoom prayer again. So at 12 o'clock, hop on. If you need the invitation, please let me know. It's been a great time. And things I'm still writing down on the slides every single week in hopeful expectation that we can attain, right? Wednesdays, we have Bible study. The youth is reading through the whole New Testament. See how amazing our teenagers are. That's at 7 o'clock, too. And we also have kids, um, kids' class as well. And um, if you have volunteered this year, if you have received an invitation in your inbox, we, this Friday, as a reminder, we are having our Helps Appreciation Dinner just as a thank you, as a fun time, white elephant gift, all that fun stuff. Um, And kids, you're dismissed.
5: Praise the Lord. It's good to be here already this morning. Amen. Are you thankful? <laughs> it's good to be here worshipping God together. I was just thinking about, man, we are so blessed. We're we're rich in people here today. I was thinking how blessed we are with each one of you. You know, I was just thinking it wasn't a good everything that's already been shared this morning. Um and I was just thinking how that same word of faith is inside of each one of you, that we carry that, and it's and it's like a treasure, in an earthen vessel that we get to carry, and, and it's it's the, it's the glory of God. Praise God. Amen. Well, I uh, um, on the subject of food, uh, don't you like it when you're going expecting something and uh, something else is on the menu? How many have experienced menu changes? during the COVID thing, you know, it's like, but I wanted this. (laughs) I came here for this, right? And it's like, well, sorry, that's not on the menu today. It's like, well, I have one of those experiences. Everybody just go ahead and get ready because, I mean, you're gonna have to deal with this, all right? You came ready to find out about husbands today. It's not going to be the short rib. It's going to be steak and lobster today instead okay is that all right <laughs> so my wife I am so grateful for my wife uh, and God is is revealing more and more about her wonderfulness to 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 me uh, I just want to say thank thank you to the buyers also they for my birthday back in February they they uh provided for us to go to get away a little bit at a cabin that they had experienced themselves and we went this last week for a couple of days, and man those kind those times are just wonderful it's like, wow, she's been this wonderful all along, and i it's like I was gonna say it's it's not like peeling back an onion, but it's it's just like <laughs> it's, it's like discovering more and more things you get the analogy it's not the onion part, but it's you know it's it's finding more and more things and um she she's just really wonderful and she's I'll tell you what, the, the, the most amazing thing about her that I am just overwhelmed with is her passion and her pursuit of God. And it's um, she, it looks like she was sharing, I think, was it last week? <laughs> that if I just leave it in God's hands, those things that, you know, you'd kind of like to have uh, helped. <laughs> that God, when somebody's in the face of God, they're, they're salvageable. I'm grateful for that for myself. You know, there's hope for me. Hallelujah. In fact, that's blessed hope, isn't it? Christ in you. The hope of glory. Hallelujah. Do you want to go ahead and come or do you want to let me get started? Um, the most powerful thing you have, you know, when we think about thanksgiving, what is that? That's, that's something that's in your mouth that you have to give, isn't it? It's something that you have. To give, And sometimes we we like to think, well, what are you well, thankful for? when we're sitting around the table doing this, you know, and you think, I'm thankful for my family. And I did all my thankful things, and, and she said, but you took all mine. It's like, we only had three. You should, you should have a whole bunch more, right? Like, all right, she's going to say something now, all right. It, it was
2: the top three, you know, your spouse, your children, your health, you know, those top three. All for those things, but... Naturally, we
5: we're thinking so, so Thanksgiving time, and, and a lot of times we'll, we'll think of, well, what are you thankful for? You know, I am thankful for my family, for my spouse, for all those things, and and, and, um, and, it's, and it's kind of, you know, nostalgic, and it's kind of sweet. And we, we all kind of feel good about ourselves because we're giving thanks, you know. It's happening with your mouth when you're giving actual verbal thanks? You're actually confirming something that you already have, and it's very much connected to something that is very powerful inside. It's something inside of you. It's very directly connected to the
2: power. Or against the word of God, what the word says about you, you're activating a power. The word says that there's life and death in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat them. Well, let me just tell you this. <laughs> this, I was, this thought has been coming to me uh, so many times. Feelings are going to try to lord over you they will tell you how you feel they will tell you what to think they will tell you to be offended they will tell you something's wrong they will tell you you don't have enough they will tell you you should have this this would be better all these feelings will try to lord over you and the thought came to me this morning as we were praying he is lord over my feelings my feelings are not going to lord over me. He is lord over my, can you say that? He is lord, he is lord. over lord. my, yeah, yeah, it's all a part of being a Christian or being a good person or what. I'm just going to tell you, I would say the majority of people miss this little nugget. Thanksgiving is so key to being successful as a believer, and I think it's the glue, and you're, you're going to get into it, I know. It is the absolute glue that connects us with our faith that enables us to see what we're believing for. I really believe that. And we'll talk about it a little bit. Amen.
5: Yeah. We're going we're to draw some th- reasons out on the other side of this. I just want to present this, this connection, though, uh, to some things that Jesus had to say about this. Um, Mark nine twenty three, and we're familiar with what's around that. It says, if you speak to a mountain, it'll it'll be removed. But there's a the twenty third verse there. Um, actually, this is a different part. Um, this is where he had the the uh, a man comes to him, and he has a little boy that has been he, he's demon possessed, and he's he's hurting himself. And you know I. I was I was empathizing with this man. You know how it is when you're going through something. I mean, we've kind of had things like that even in our own family, where you just kind of you get overwhelmed by it, and you and you get to the place where your faith is weak, yeah. Yeah. And, and your your belief you just really don't know if if you what you're believing. And and this is why thanks is so important. That it becomes something that can help us with this. So remember what happened. The, the man comes to him and he says. Jesus, if you can do this, please help me with my son. And to that Jesus, he saw a flag go up and he said, what if I can? And this is what hit me even in prayer this morning. I'm thinking, you know, this God that's in this room right now, we've been praising him, haven't we? He's he's, he's huge. There's nothing impossible to our God this morning. Amen? When it comes to if, they're just... If you are able to believe. All things are possible to the believer. Does that sound like some power or what? That sounds like unlimited power. And it's all contingent upon our ability to believe. Now, that can be a problem for me too. <laughs> it's like, so God fix my believer. Fix my believer, and so you just go to God and say, "Just fix my believer, God and he says, okay, I, I, I have a way for you to be fixed. Don't you like it when somebody tells you to do something else? Just fix my believer. I don't want to go through all of this stuff just fix it so I can believe well there, there is a way and and we're going to see how thanksgiving is, is actually a part of fixing our believer. it's so important. Unlimited power, he says, if you believe. oh, So where is the thanks in that? Well, let's, let's find out. How does thanks affect our believer? Because that will activate unlimited power, will it not? No. Belief transforms a request into a, into a reception. I like this, okay? So what happens? Jesus actually said if you don't ask, you, you don't receive. So it, you can't just go through life. And never go to the source of your answer and expect your answers to come. Right. You have to go ask. But here's what happens when you ask. And this is very, this is very wonderful. This is the, the mountain moving portion that we're familiar with. But it's he, after, after Jesus saying that you can move a mountain if you speak in faith, he says, therefore I tell you, whatever. Don't you like that? Whatever. It's not just some things that if Jesus happens, if God happens to be in the mood today, right? right? Yeah. It says, whatever. And so this whatever side of things it is going to affect our life of thanksgiving and how it affects us, okay? Yeah. It, it, there's, no, there's, there's no limitation in God. The only limitation is in us, isn't it? Right? He right. right? says, but yeah. whatever you ask for, in prayer, so what is it? there's there's a request, mm-hmm. but then belief has to be activated with that, right? right? And here's the problem with with wonderful flowery prayers that we can come up with on our own. <laughs> they are nothing if there isn't belief associated with that. If there isn't relationship with the one that you're receiving that from, but this reception is 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 a key here. What happens when you receive something? You're not waiting it for for it to arrive anymore, are you? Right. Right. Once you get it. In fact, I had this computer. This is a new computer. Screen went out on it, and I had to send it back. Thank goodness I I had some you know the Apple Care thing on it. You know, and I could send it back in. But um, man. And it took them like two weeks to fix it. I was kind of, this COVID, I guess. I don't know, whatever. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) I'm tracking it, you know, seeing when it's going to be. They say, it's done. It's in the mail. And I already felt better, you know? It's like I'd already received it, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So when we make a request, we need to activate it with belief. And that turns it into reception. Once you've received something, you don't even need to worry about it anymore, do you? You've already got it, and it will be yours. So I want to look at that reception side of that. There needs to be the asking. There needs to be understanding that God's going to give you what you're asking for. I don't want to ask for the ability to go kill somebody. You know, it's like (laughs) there's things that'll be according to His will. But once I've asked for that. Then I have to get into the reception mode. And here's where thanksgiving becomes incredibly powerful. Because it it activates faith. Now look at this. This is so so cool. We're going to get some great stuff from this. God's plan for activating power by belief is developed by giving of thanks. So here's something you have to do. You, You don't just get by getting You get it by giving. Mm -hmm. Amen? There's this principle of sowing and receiving, isn't there? So there's something that we have. Once God has said something for us, we already have the ability to say something about it. You know, sometimes we want to just keep confessing something is ours, confessing something is ours, with with a forward look like, I'm going to get it someday. If you're still confessing something that you're going to get, you haven't received it yet, have you? Right. But what thanksgiving does, it transforms it into reception. Yeah. It's like now, I believe I've already received it. Yeah. That's what faith is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So then we get First Thessalonians. So this becomes something that has to become a part of your life. I think about praise this way too. So many people want to just... Just go praise God during the worship service and never have a nice thing to say about anybody else the rest of the week. Uh But you know, know, if you're a praiser, it's gonna be an attitude change where you're looking for something to exalt rather than self-centered, only thinking about me. They already know they're good. They don't need to hear anything. God already knows he's good. Did you know that? Why do we exalt him? Because it does something for us, it changes our attitude. Amen. So, why do we get this kind of verse in? Because I think it's what it's doing is, I don't know about you, but I need my believer fixed, and God's given us a way to have a fixed believer. Amen. And in the midst of everything, now what you said I really like it is, you know what? It's not about my you just feel, man, You're. You, it's like, why am I so grumpy today? Aren't you glad we don't have to just let ourselves go on like that, right?
2: I've learned to ignore myself. <laughs> How many do that? You just ignore. It is hard, but the more you do it and you allow your spirit man to rise up and be stronger, then you're training your spirit man to be the lead and the feelings will quiet they will quiet after a while because your spirit is so strong. You say, what does God say about me today? He says that I can do all things through Christ. The greater one lives in me. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and up beneath. Blessed coming in and going out. Favor of God's all over me. Everything I set my hand to is prosperous and blessed. I, you know, And you rise above that. I'm more than a conqueror. And you don't follow the feelings. You follow the Holy Spirit. You follow the lead of the Spirit and after a while you're tuned into him more than you're tuned into that. I just learned to ignore myself. I give you permission to ignore yourself today. <laughs> not the others. Best,
5: the best way to ignore yourself is kinda of like Braden. You know, we'll call to him and, and uh uh we were in the in the living room yesterday and we had something on the TV, you know, we were watching a movie or something, and Braden's sitting there with his, his game and we're hollering his name and he's not He's ignoring us completely. How's he ignoring us completely? Because he's focused on something else. Right. How do we ignore those things? Yeah, we get focused on something on it, right. else. Amen? And it becomes something where, and and, and that's, that's what Thanksgiving can become, the focusing on something else, something that you already have. Amen? Now, I just want to, I want to encourage you in this be with me on this god's helping me with this right now i'm not trying to get something something is trying to be got from me
2: <laughs> that's it that's
5: it you are already victorious already somebody's it. trying to tell you a lie that you're not yeah.
2: Yeah. the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy you've already got it he's just trying to take it
5: and thanksgiving becomes something that it's not just you're you're just being nice about things and I'll, I need to be grateful for this. No, there's so many things that you begin to look at those things. You know, um some it's like Braden, I was he, he hurt his he hurt his heel out out of the buyers. <laughs> and, and this is always kind of funny to me, and I don't know if you'll relate to this or not, but you know, um doesn't it feel good when you've been hurting and now you don't? It's like you didn't even realize how good you had it. You know, all the things that you already have, and, and it, it can actually affect your attitude. You can start to be grateful for other things that aren't hurting. You know, it's like <laughs> but it's an attitude change. Yeah. Things I already have. Yeah. Yeah. And God is huge in this. All the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ. Man. But it can't just be a nice little thought that you're thinking. No, it has to become reality. It's real. So in the midst of everything, be always giving thanks. So you just become a weirdo about it. You know, it's like, man, they're just thinking all the time. You know, It's like, <laughs> but what is that? If you want a fixed believer in what God says you already have, you start giving thanks for things you have right now. Here's the thing about faith. Well, let me just finish this phrase because this says, for this is God's perfect plan Mm -hmm. for you in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. When you think about God's plan, it's something that's gonna get you somewhere, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So if giving thanks all the time is God's perfect plan, it must be taking you somewhere. What would you think God's perfect plan is? All things are possible to those who believe. Does that make sense? There's something in your life that, that is overwhelming, mountain, and you need to speak to it. Start speaking about the things you already have. Here, there's, there's two sides, and, and I want to just see this real quick.
2: Can I add something real quick before you yeah. go there? And I always like to add this because a lot of people think this means Oops, for going. everything, give thanks. And so in the middle of some kind of sickness or whatever, oh, I just thank you, Lord, for this disease. God that, must have sent this. That is not the will of God, it says, in the midst of everything, and like we said before, the enemy is the one who comes to steal, kill, and destroy, it's not God's will for us to have to go through things, he will carry us through things, he will take us through things successfully, but in the midst, not for, but in the midst of everything, be thankful, and I always like to say, I think it's our way of escape. I absolutely think it is our way of escape. When we're going through something, we lift up praise and thanks to God, and it gets us through it and out of it onto the other side.
5: So, all of us right now, how many are believing for something in your life? So, there's, there's, there's two categories of things in our life. The things that, I mean, I have a truck out there right now. I can go out and look at it, right? I have a wonderful wife. I can look at her, it's really fun. And, I have kids. They're wonderful kids. They can, they can proclaim things much better than I can. Hayden is brilliant. I mean, it's stuff that he does that it's like, wow, how did that get past, get past me? I guess I gave it all to him because I don't have a left. Right. But there, there's two categories in, in our life that, that, that we, we kind of categorize them that way. Things that we have that we can see that we already have, and then those things that we're quote-unquote believing for. Well according to the Bible you're not really believing for those things if they're in front of you. Mm. If you believe for them, you already have them. Mm-hmm. And this is the power. When you really believe, you have received. Okay? That let me just go back to, the, to uh, can can we just end? Are you, are y'all good this morning? All yeah, right. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Man, I'm, I'm just going all the way back to the beginning. Jesus said, what do you mean if if you ha, bl- uh, are able to believe all things are possible to the believe? Ah, uh, la, 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 This one. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you win. You have received. It's in your past. When you're praying. When you're praying. Mm-hmm. And so, the thing that you're believing for, you put it into the category of your truck and your wife and your kids and... All those other things that you're thankful for, you put them into that category and you say, I, I see them just like I see my truck. There's an eye of faith. where you're. And so what does thanks do for that? So here's, here's the power that we have. Go ahead and thank God for that truck. Don't just see it as something that you earned. It's, it's yours. Thank God for that family. Thank God for that wife. What are you doing? I mean really thanking. You know, it's like you wouldn't have it if it wasn't for him, you know. You get, you, you practice on the things that you know you already have and it becomes a pattern for you. And now you ask God for something and it's just like asking him for something you already have. Yeah. Amen? But if you're not, you might have to do some push-ups for about three weeks. You know what I mean? You might have to, you might have to develop some, you believer. But thanksgiving is, because, is a tool God's given us get in that habit, it can become something where we, we put everything in the same category. I have received it. Yeah. Amen? Right. Isn't that good? Right. All right, I got one more, and then we're releasing, not the cracking, but the... <laughs> but the some more really good stuff. Some of the blessings we can expect as a result of this transformed mouth that we have, that we're thankful, right? She's thankful for me, too. You just watch, okay? (laughs) Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, what do you do? You take a request. You see a potential. You know the one who has the answer for you. You take it to him, and you don't just take it to him. It's not enough to just ask God for something. You have to put it into the reception category, and thanks does that present your request to God and 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 you'll know you'll know when you get into the reception mode because the peace of God which transcends all care I've got it already right what it will do it will guard your heart what's so important about your heart if your heart and it was you God was big all along amen he he it keeps your heart plus your mind. How many need your mind kept? Yeah. Hallelujah. We give it. Right. And then what does God do on his side? This is a covenant. God says, I will guard your heart. Yeah. I will guard your mind. Yeah. Amen?
2: Yeah.
5: And now, God says, that thing's coming. Amen? Praise God.
2: So, one of the fathers of faith that I grew up under, Lester Summerall, he used to say, Feed your faith and starve your doubts to death. And I've always wondered, you know, as a kid, I always thought, what does that mean to feed your faith? We know what it means that we feed our faith through the Word of God, correct? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word. But I believe that what we're talking about today is so important with feeding your faith. Because I know people who have sat under the Word, sat under the Word, and sat under the Word, and sat under the Word, and they've heard and heard and heard and heard. But they're still complaining about their circumstances, and there's no change in their life. They've not received the blessing. So what we're talking about today, as I said before, I think it's the glue to your faith. If you can hear the word and receive the word, but then give thanks for what you've received now, like he said, I have it now, then it it glues you together with the faith. And you'll see the manifestation of it sooner than you would if you didn't ever offer up thanksgiving and praise you understand what i'm saying and uh you know that there's that scripture that says set your mind on things above and not on things of the earth and the important thing as we were talking about with you know our feelings our feelings will cause us to not give thanks you agree um i was thinking as i was sitting there i've got so many things so many thoughts going here I was sitting there thinking, you know, we always make a a New Year's resolution in January. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to whatever. I'm going to get in my Bible and read the Bible every day. And I was thinking, why not make an end-of-the-year resolution? Why do we need to say, oh, 2020's been this or that, you fill in the blank, and I just can't wait till we get through this year, and yay, 2021? Well, I'm going to tell you something. The way you finish something is the way you go into something. The people that come to church, if they come here offended, the way you leave a church is the way you go into a church. So it's important that you get rid of stuff. And so I was just thinking, how, how, how would it be if we ended this year with an end-of-the-year resolution? How about we offer up Thanksgiving every day? Because let me tell you, we have something to be thankful for right now in 2020 in the middle of all the stuff, and I don't have to name everything, y'all know. We have so much to be grateful for. And I believe that if we can allow the fruit of our lips to give thanks, that's something that we encourage when we're in worship. That's why we give time in between songs, and we encourage Lift up your voice. Let's say something. Say something about your God. And I know we do it in the song, but outside of the song. You know, when I'm riding in the car, I hear my husband say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's offering thanks. He's offering praise in between reading, in between preaching, in between whatever it is we're doing. There's Thanksgiving going on continually. I know lots of family members do that, at least ours do. I know probably other people do. But that word, set your mind on things above and not on things of the earth. And it reminded me one time, the Lord, Holy Spirit gave me this example of Hayden. When he was young, he broke his arm uh, wrestling with some boys. He was probably five, I think. And... Um, He came to us and said, I'm hurting, you know. And Hayden was a little bit dramatic when he was a kid, so we thought, oh, he's all right, you know. (laughs) It'll be all right. And we made him sit in the office and rest for an hour. And then after a while, his arm got real stiff and kind of cockeyed looking, you know. And we were like, maybe we should go get that looked at. And uh, he ended up having to get surgery and have pins put in his arm. And I thought, my goodness, this is a big deal. This was, And so what they did was, Um, they set his arm. And if you've ever had a broken anything, that's what they do. They set it. They set it with pins and they put something around it so it doesn't move. It's set in place. It only took six weeks, six weeks for that thing to heal. Six weeks. And the Lord was telling me that's the way it is with your mind. If you can set your mind on things above and allow the fruit of your lips to give thanks for it, then there's a connection between your your mind, your heart and your mind, and your confession. It, it just keeps it going in your life, and it is confirming your confession of faith. Does that make sense? What happens on the opposite side of it? Let's just go the opposite row here. When we complain and we gripe and we worry and we have anxiety and then we verbalize what it is that we're concerned, our concerns are, what happens? I you think, well, I just need to vent. I just need to get it, get it out. Well, do you? Because uh, you know, like he said, when there's that that magnification of of thanksgiving. There is a guard that happens, a garrison that goes up around your heart and your mind, and the peace of God guards your heart and your mind. There's peace in Thanksgiving. That's one of the benefits of Thanksgiving is the peace of God. So, I I came across this. Do you have that? Those pictures. Um, Ryan has those pictures. So I was I was looking. Uh, I have a a teacher that I follow. Um, that was one of my teachers in Bible school. Great. Really, no, that's, the that's not the teacher. Okay, um, So he is in New York right now, and he wrote this, and I wanted to read this to you because this really struck me. I, I visited Israel, but I didn't visit this particular spot. Um, but he was visiting uh, New York, and he was saying, as I'm sitting here quarantined in a nice, comfortable hotel in New York State because he's getting ready to minister, and they made him quarantine. Uh, I'm waiting until I can preach. I'm reminded of how blessed we are in our day. And age, even in 2020, though this type of thing may be a slight inconvenience, it is nothing compared to what our spiritual family experienced in the first decades of Christianity. Does anybody know what this is? This is the prison that Paul wrote Second Timothy out of, or he had Luke. Is,
5: is is that hole in the floor? Is that where they actually put him into?
2: So the hole is is where. What I understand, that's the only way in and the only way out. So they would throw them through that hole uh, to get in and out of. I, I don't quite understand it myself. but Well,
5: um, I was just looking at this next picture, and it looks like it's the underneath side of that hole. Right. And that's where he was. Yes.
2: So this picture here is the Mamertine prison where it is believed Paul and Peter were held prior to their execution under Nero. It was from this pit that Paul likely Oops. wrote Second Timothy. Sorry. Uh, in um, in Paul's day, there was no stairs in this dungeon and the whole show, showing is where the prisoners were let down or thrown down. So Paul's attitude continues to amaze me. He writes, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, and this is what I was talking about, we don't look at the things that are seen. We don't allow our feelings to lord over us, but at the things which are not seen. For the things that are seen are temporary, and the things that are not seen are eternal. You all know that scripture. So I just, it struck me because, and you all know the story, how the way the city was built, I guess the um, sewage would fill up, sometimes waist high in this Prison. I don't quite understand how it worked with the whole, but um, it's been said that they, when they offered up thanks and praise to God, that they were waist high in sewage in this prison. And then he writes, <laughs> he writes this scripture for our light affliction, and he knows he's getting ready to be persecuted. He's getting ready to be killed by Nero. And I thought, Dear Lord, we have absolutely nothing to complain about. <laughs> We have absolutely nothing to to be upset about. And so one of the things that I wanted to mention about gratitude, it glorifies God. And the opposite is true. When we are not thankful, we are not glorifying God with our bodies, with our lives, with our voices. Amen. Amen. 2 Corinthians 4:13 says, Yet we have the same spirit of faith as he had who wrote, I have believed and therefore I have spoken. We too believe. And therefore we speak. That's what Pastor C was talking about. Assured that he had raised up the Lord Jesus, will raise us up also with Jesus and bring us uh, with you into his presence. For all things are taking place for your sake so that more grace and favor and spiritual blessing extends to more and more people and multiplies though through the many, the more thanksgiving may increase to the glory of God. So the more we give thanks, the more glory he receives. Amen? So... Do we have time even to give complaints? And notice it says give thanks. It's not just thanksgiving. It's giving something. We're giving thanks to him. We're offering up thanks. And I've mentioned this before that in the Old Testament, they offered up the thanksgiving offering, the sacrifice in the morning and at night. And it was their very best. They got up in the morning. How many get up in the morning ready, running, He's the only one that I know that it's, is perky and happy in the mornings. I am not a morning person. How many morning people do we have here? Oh, wow. We have quite a few morning people. Well, us night I try people. To,
5: I try to go in and just, you know, whisper some sweet nothings. They are sweet somethings to her or (laughs) bad nothings to her or whatever. I don't know. I don't like
2: to talk in the morning. Don't talk to me in the morning. Don't talk. Don't talk. We're quiet.
5: She's not thankful for those. So,
2: (laughs) So they got up and offered up their very best goat or sheep or whatever it was that they worked so hard for in the morning. To remind themselves of where their source, their help, their provider came from, God. And at night, to remind them, I don't know about you, but I, I, that would get monotonous. It would get old. But they did it because they honored God. So would it be, I propose to you that it is not honorable to God when we don't offer up thanks? Now, you might be saying, I'm not a complainer. I don't do that. I don't say anything. I just, I'm quiet. That's my personality. Well, let me just say this. If you're not saying something, you're losing out by default because you're not saying something about how good your God is. Yeah. You have to be saying something. You have to be declaring. You have to be encouraging. And let me just take it a, a step further. Not only are we to be giving thanks, and I don't have all the scripture for this. We've talked about it. I did a whole sermon on it before. But we're to be encouragers to one another. It's not just to God, but it's to each other. We're brothers and sisters in Christ, and the word that you give to someone today could save their life tomorrow. We don't know what people are going through. We don't know who God uh, sends across our path. My my beautiful friend here, Linnea, she came to us on um, the ladies' night, Monday night. This is Linnea, and she... The Lord, I believe the Lord led her here. We were having ladies Bible study. And she came in for some directions. And we got to talking. And I invited her to church. And here she is. That was a divine connection. But we were able to encourage and 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 pray with her. And and I offered up Thanksgiving. And here she is. I'm so grateful for her. God has a purpose and a call for her life. And I'm Amen. so thankful she's here today. So I, I think it's important. We get... Into our own worlds, we get focused inward, and we forget to be outward, to be focusing on people and how we can be a blessing to somebody else and encourage somebody else. Number two, gratitude helps us see God. Gratitude opens our spiritual eyes. And I'm kind of touching on some things I did last Wednesday, so sorry for those who were here. But um, I think it's it it's bears repeating, especially right now. Um, we need to be thankful giving thanks. There's a beautiful cycle in giving God thanks. The more we thank him, the more we see him working in and around us. Do you believe that? Yeah. Gratitude helps us sense God's presence. Don't you sense aren't you, don't you can't you tell when somebody's been complaining and griping and there's just an atmosphere there it's like ah oh, run away. <laughs> but the opposite is true when you when you're offering up thanks and you're praising and you're encouraging just even encouraging one another it 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 develops an atmosphere where God can move; His presence is there. I was there. just
5: thinking about. Can I say something real quick?
2: No. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
5: Here comes the crack. Go ahead. All right. No, just boss. Thinking. There, there's a there's an environment that you create. Uh, I was just thinking about it with a. It, it, it's rude. You're you're mentioning this. I just saw this. It's rude for God to do all this stuff for us and to just not even say thank you you know it it creates this toxic atmosphere and i i was relating it to you, well I, well thanksgiving dinner you know when you're going out we went out and had a thanksgiving dinner and you know that person that's bringing it to you you know um we we call them tips now but w- how you're treating them the whole time is either creating a an uplifting thing or a toxic environment right. and um actually what you tip at the end is an ex- it's it's a it's a form of thanksgiving. Yes. Because there's lots of things that could drop in that plate on, on the way. <laughs> lots you of know. things. I don't think God does that to us but you know we're 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 messing up our blessing. Yeah. When we're creating a toxic environment and it's not gratitude
2: for what they did. And it and that right there is an example of bringing glory to God or not by how much you tip and we have people restaurant owners so they can say yes yes that's true god freely gives us is good and perfect he gives us good with no hidden shadow of darkness and is never subject to change uh number three gratitude's taken us out of his will right yeah. we often uh, scripture um and uh, everything give thanks for yeah. number four gratitude brings peace i talked we talked about this already Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be petitions, your supplications, with thanksgiving. Takes it into him, the reception mode. Takes it in the reception mode, yes. He wants to make sure y'all get that part. Gotta get that one. <laughs> then the peace of God transcends the human understanding. And um, you guys know the rest. Okay, so. Um, and, you know, I, I talked about this Wednesday. You guys know the story about the 10 lepers who were healed by Jesus. And only one came back in gave thanks, and I was looking at the scripture in Luke 17, and for sake of time, I won't read it all, but it says, um, at the end, Jesus was saying to the healed man lying at his feet, feet, arise and go, it was your faith that brought you salvation and healing, he said it was your faith, but he was the only one that came back and gave thanks, so could it be that faith and thanksgiving receive a miracle and lose it? And I believe that when we don't offer up Thanksgiving, so I kind of want to go up to heaven someday and find out about those nine guys that didn't offer Thanksgiving. I'm wondering if they kept their healing because they did not offer up Thanksgiving. It's important. Number six, gratitude brings contentment. Y'all, do you feel content right now? We're talking about Thanksgiving. I feel this peace in this room right now. There's can you look like you wanted to add something? No. First Timothy six, six through eight. Godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, neither can we carry anything out. You guys know that scripture. verse uh, um, Number seven, gratitude deepens our faith. Keeping a record of God's past faithfulness is, faith, is a faith boost when we face difficulty. God records, uh, God's record of faithfulness is 100%. How many know that? His faithfulness is 100%. Amen. Psalm one thirty six one. Let everything, everyone, thank God for He is good, and He is easy to please. He is tender. His tender love for us continues on forever.
5: You know, I was I was thinking uh, uh, about that very thing. Don't you like it when God gives you like something that you can say, "Wow!" And I can I can make adjustments. This is what I'm excited about in, in, in God is that we're continually growing. We're continually. It's not a static thing. We don't get bored with things. The deeper you get, the more better it gets, you know. But um, just, just this, this one positioning, when you're, when you're given gratitude for something you're already, you already have, you're getting positioned for the thing you're yet to believe for or to even ask for. And that's what's happening with that. It's like there's a, there's a positioning of your heart to get ready for that. And so when I actually, when I was praying, you know, over our meal and the kids are running, don't you like that when you, right when you get ready to pray, the kids start screaming and hollering and going different directions. Somebody has to go chase them, you know, and it's like, but I was really, I had a really good prayer, you know, so. <laughs> but I was just thinking about that, how grateful we, I was, you know, in my prayer, you know, for all the kids being there and everything. And I said, and I'm grateful for where you're taking us to. Because that gratitude of your heart prepares for the plan that God has before you, also.
2: Yeah, we didn't have Thanksgiving on Thursday. We did ours together on Friday because our children were, we were loaning, they were with the other we were side. loaning our kids to out to side. the other side. <laughs> <laughs> this was the first year for us to do this, so it. You know, I had the temptation to to be sad, and I just decided, offended. I wasn't offended. I was just sad. I was sad. (laughs) I know. We're doing the trade-off thing. But, you know, it was just sad for me because this is the first year without my kids on the day. But we had time together on Friday except for Hunter and Lindsay. They weren't here. So, (laughs) number nine. Moving on. I am grateful for my children. Gratitude defies Satan's lies. I think this one is really important. So, you all know the story of of the garden and what happened with Adam and Eve and God gave them everything, everything. And the one thing that the devil likes to focus on is the one thing they were not supposed to partake of. Isn't that what happens? He likes to focus on lack. He likes to focus on the one thing in your life. That's not going good. The one area that maybe, you know, you're believing God for the one thing. And he just made a big, big deal about it, magnified. And then the question arose, did God say that did He really say? you start questioning God? is that really yeah is that really what's going to happen that 's what's happened in our world today. People are questioning God, the truth is that really what God meant? Do I really have to stick with the gender that I was born with do it is this really what He meant? Is it you know there's lots of issues right now, and I know they're touchy issues, but this is where our world is today, and this is where we have to stand on the word and on the truth of the word um, because the enemy wants to come and steal from us based on a lie. And so he told them, you will certainly, you will not die for God knows when you eat from this, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God knowing good from evil. So you guys know the story Psalm 84, 11 says, no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. He will not withhold good things from us. He's given us everything in life. Amen. Everything that we Amen. need pertaining to, to life and godliness. And we don't have to do without. But he wants you to focus on that one area that needs change. And so I want you to be encouraged today to set your mind on things above and the blessings that you've already received and the blessings that he's already provided for you so that you're not putting your mind on the, the what isn't. We need to focus on what is, not what isn't, right? Amen. Amen. Psalm 138.1, I will give you thanks with all my heart. Number 11, gratitude helps us live in the present. Wherever you are, be all there. Lots of folks like to live in the past or they like to live in some la-la land in the future where it, it's non-existent and they're not even present. And have you ever come in, in contact with somebody like that? Is always talking about their past, talking about how life was so good 20, 25 years ago, and, and, and there's no thanksgiving for what you have now. You're begrudging everything that God's doing now, and you can be focusing on your past so much that you're not even seeing what he's doing here and now. Amen. Ecclesiastes 7 to 10. Do not say, why were the old days better than these? For it is not wise or because of wisdom that you ask this. Amen. So we need to be in the present. Thanksgiving for today. Number 12. Do you have anything to add? Gratitude is a testimony. When we thank God openly and acknowledge what he's done for us, we, we proclaim a personal carrying God to the world around us. And this is a given. We show that contentment and peace come not from what we have, but who we know. I'm so thankful for who we know. Psalm 105, 1 through 3 says, "Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his doings among the people, sing to him, sing praises to him, meditate and talk of his marvelous deeds and devoutly praise them. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who rejoice, who seek and require the Lord as their indispensable necessity. Is he your indispensable necessity? Amen. So we have much to be grateful for. We have much to be thankful for. Amen.
5: You know, I was thinking about the the children of Israel in the Old Testament. They didn't have what we have in Christ. They had very little to go on, but they would have whole celebrations. And what were they celebrating? What they already had from their God. And in that, there was Actually, the glory of God would come in, flood the place when they were just giving up praises. What were the praises? They were thanksgiving for who God already was in their life. How powerful that was. Um, You know, even David in, in in Psalm 105 oh, give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make his doings among, make known his doings among the people. What are those doings that he's done for us? things he's done for us. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh,
2: another thing, we know that um, God inhabits the praises of his people. So I think the opposite is true, that the devil inhabits the complaints of people. And so when we are Ouch. offering, <laughs> pull back your toes. So it's important that we are, are magnifying God in our every moment because when we are complaining, you've just opened the door up for the enemy to come in, Right. And, um, you know, when we first moved here, I gave this story before, but our kids were uh, all kind of going through some crazy times, kind of adjusting to our move. And they were, you know, kids fight. Do your kids fight? Have they fought? <laughs> My kids were all three having a day. And I remember he, was, he kept telling me, acknowledge God in every moment. And so I thought, we've got to acknowledge God right now. Do you know how hard it is to get three fighting kids to acknowledge God in a moment when they're fighting? It's hard to get me to acknowledge God. Ha, ha, me? But let me tell you, it took about 30 minutes, but it worked. <laughs> so we, I, we stopped. Do you remember this? We stopped, and I said, okay, we're going to acknowledge God in this moment. We're going to hold hands, and you're going to say a quick prayer for the person to your right. Oh, just to get them to hold hands was a big deal. <laughs> we did. We did it, y'all. We did it. 30 minutes later, we were holding hands. One was praying for the other one, and we acknowledged God in that moment. It was
5: of, beautiful. It was you
2: beautiful. weren't even there. And I did it all on my own. And <laughs> <laughs> it was a God moment, but it was led by you, your, your instructions. So, <laughs> so you have to stay grateful. This is my last one. Stay grateful and learn learn what to ignore. There are some things you just have to ignore. What upsets you has the ability to control you. What upsets you has the ability to control you. And if other people are being led by the devil in their life and they're being controlled by spiritual things and you give in to that, it's now controlling you. And so you have to be careful that you're only being controlled by the Holy Spirit and not by other spirits. And spirits will operate through other people. Y'all know that, right? And so, when you give into the control of another spirit through somebody else, it now has reign in your life. And so, you've got to shut those doors. Recognize—you got to recognize it first, then shut those doors, and understand I'm not having part of that. You can tell when somebody's in turmoil about something; it's because they've been meditating and complaining on the wrong thing, and then you stepped into their realm, their, their world, and all of a sudden you're doing the same thing they're doing, and you're like, "Wait a minute! I wasn't doing that five minutes ago." That's because you stepped into the control of another spirit that was operating in them. And it's important that you do not allow what's upsetting them to control you. Does that make sense? It's really simple. James 1.26. If someone believes they have a relationship with God but fails to guard his words. This is really important. But fails to guard his words. Then his heart is drifting away. And his religion is shallow and empty. You might want to read this like ten times. (laughs) If our words are drifting, if our words are complaining, if our thoughts are ruling us, and we say that we have a relationship with God, this says that our that our heart is drifting, and our religion or our relationship with Him is shallow, and it's empty. And now I know that is like, you know, you wore your stretchy pants and your steel steel-toed shoes today because that's a that's a hard one to take, hard one to swallow. But y'all know the Hebrew word for complain is to remain, and so when you complain about things, you're staying in that place. Just camp out. Just plan to be there forever. Ask the Israelites; they were there for 40 years. Their complaining caused them to go around an 11-day trip for 40 years because their mouths were not lining up with what God had for them. Amen. Amen. So, seeds of discouragement cannot grow in a grateful heart. Seeds of discouragement cannot grow. And a grateful heart. So we don't have to be discouraged in the end of 2020. We're going to stand up and say, God reigns. He, Jesus is Lord. We have had an awesome year. Hallelujah. He's brought us through some things. We've maybe walked through the shadow of death, but we've come out on the other side victorious. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Amen. And I'm thankful. I'm grateful. I'm going to end 2020 with a grateful heart. Praise God. Do you want
5: to sing? Which song? Give thanks
2: with a grateful honor. Not really, but
5: Not you Not really? Can. Okay, well, we won't do that.
2: You can do it if you want to. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh,
5: how many have, have something you can be thankful for today? I want to encourage you, uh, you know, the top things that are, you would give around the table um, to consider what you have in Christ already. You know, uh, and again... Don't let it be something that you're trying to acquire that you see it as already yours. And you turn a confession of something you're trying to get into a confession of something you've already received. Um, I'd like for us to pray. And if we could do, we could just uh, take a few moments and just talk directly to God about the things that you already are. You're righteous. You've been made to be Holy. You lack for nothing. That's already yours. Amen. Amen? I want to do that, and then I want to do that uh, to our families, to our church, and then also to our nation. I've been seeing our, our nation differently. Um, it's it's very important what information you're taking in with what we're talking about. Pastor Kim just referred to that. Yeah. If you're taking in information that is negative about you, and the only report you have that neg- is negative, right. you know, you're just listening to the bullies saying that you're, you're this or you're that. Yeah. Right. That's all you have to go on. Yeah. In our world today, it's very important what you're listening, what information you're getting. Yes. There's different perspectives on our world, yes. on our nation, and it all depends on what you're listening to. It is. And God has actually said something about our nation. That we can give thanks for. That our nation as a core is, is uh, initiated by God. I think we can believe in the righteousness of our nation. Mm-hmm. Rather than exalting the attacks that are coming against it. Because w- the more you confirm a negative, the more you're going to get a negative. But faith talks about things that are rising, and I believe God's bringing some things to life in our nation today amen. that we can be a part of, but we're not going to be a part of that if we're just coming against it, right. amen? Right. If we're just speaking the things, oh, this, we're, we're just going to go to this or that depending on who's elected or whatnot, no, our, our faith is in something that's bigger than this, and we come against those things. There are definite attacks against our nation today. Yeah. You know what? There's definite attacks against you. Yeah. Against your body. Yeah. Against your finances. Yes. You just sit back and take it and, and say, man, I'm being attacked today. Some people do that. Yeah.
2: And they glorify the devil. How are devil. you
5: today? Well, the devil's really after me today. Is that, what, is that where our faith is lying? No. Or is it on what God has already done for us? That right. no weapon formed against me will prosper.
4: Right.
5: Yeah. Amen? Right. <laughs> so thanks can become a part of that. That we're thanking God for this nation that we live in. Yeah. We're not coming against it. You know, there's, some, there's, there's nothing perfect in me. Do I just come against me because there's nothing perfect in me? People want to come against our nation because there's things that have been wrong with it in the past. Does that mean the whole thing is wrong? No, we're all trying to, we're all going the way that God wants us to go. Mm-hmm. Amen? Mm-hmm. But we just, you don't attack something, you know, to, to, to fix it. Right. Okay. And so, uh, can we pray together? Can we just be, I just want to talk to the Father. Let's each one of us do that. Let's just be in the presence of this amazing God. You know what? Jesus came to give us life. Mm-hmm. Abundant life. Amen. Now, that's not just Money. That's every part of our life. In that abundance is a great resource for thanksgiving. Amen? Father, we just thank you so much for today. God, we give you thanks for this day that you've made. And our thanks is transformed into rejoicing. It's not just a, it's not just a religious incantation. But it affects our emotions with joy, Lord God. We're we're actually glad (laughs) about Jesus. He came to give us life. And Lord God, we received it. Because of his sacrifice, because of your love for us, we've received life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we thank you for everything that that life gives us. It gives us an ability to see things different than the world sees things, Lord God, and we give you thanks for that. Lord, we thank you that we can see through an eye of faith the things that are already ours in Christ. Father, I thank you for this this plan that you have. It's It's a perfect plan for us, Lord. That those areas that, that we're feeling a need in, you've given us a throne of grace that we can go to, that we can find help in the time of need. God, we're not denying need, we're just acknowledging the answer to that need. Hallelujah! And God, we just come before you right now and God I just pray that for everybody in this place right now that that there would be a sense of your love this amazing surrounding grace, mercy, love forgiveness Lord God that is you and God we would not be unaffected by you but Lord your presence would just surround our hearts surround our minds Lord God with this Recognition of your provision of anything we could ever need, Lord God. And right now, can we just do this together? Can we just give him thanks? I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Lord, I thank you for comfort. I thank you for peace. Oh, let's just tell him right now. Can we do that? This is you and him. Oh, God, we give you thanks for your word today that we've received, Lord God, that that we can make adjustments in our life today, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you that we don't have to just remain in a rut, Lord God, but you've given us a way. Hallelujah. That you have a perfect plan for our life, and it's good. Oh, God, we give you thanks for that right now. Lord, we just determine right now that you're adjusting our perspective of life itself hallelujah we see the things that you provided that we're so grateful for and God we we expect the benefits that we've talked about today hallelujah God we we receive of those benefits right and we say that they're already ours they're sitting in the driveway hallelujah hallelujah father God they're occupying our homes Hallelujah. Father God, we speak over our children right now. You said that our children would, would be taught of you. And Father God, whatever they're going through right now, whatever behaviors we're seeing from them that might not coincide with what you've said, Father, I thank you that we can look away from them. We cannot uh, be ignorant of those, but we can go into an ignoring mode of those things as we fixate upon what we've already received from the promise of your word, Father God. That's where we're going to stay is in thanksgiving over our homes, Father God. Hallelujah. Father, we give you thanks for that. Lord, I I give you thanks for this church body. Lord, I am just so grateful for, for every person that's here with us today. Lord, we have many that weren't able to be with us today, but Father God, what a blessing God, that you've called us into your family. And Father, God, this is a treasure that we draw from, that we give into, Lord God, that we are not alone, but we're walking together in newness of life, Father. And it has a kingdom purpose that goes way beyond just this life, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, I pray your blessing upon this this church body. And God, I just give you thanks for what we already have. Hallelujah. We are already part of your body. Hallelujah. How amazing that is, Father God. And you're taking each one of us into a greater and greater functionality in your body. Hallelujah. That you've gifted Each one, Father God, with a great treasure of blessing to your kingdom. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I thank you for the great worth that is inside of each one of them, Father God. The hope of glory, Christ in them. Hallelujah. There's no limitation. Oh, Father, you've given them a kingdom, eternal, significant purpose, Lord God and they are growing. They are flourishing in it. Thank you, God. Thank you for the faithfulness of your word that's producing fruit in each one of them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, we just want to give you thanks also that long ago, Father God, that you ordained for people who knew you to come and to begin a nation here. That we get to occupy now. Father God, we recognize that everything was not perfect, but Father, there were things put into place so that right now, as a result of what they did, we get to worship in freedom. Yes. Thank you. That this did not happen before this nation. That people all over this world are able to know you because of this nation right now. Father, that people were liberated from slavery. Because of the organization, because of the constitution, because of the ability that we have to correct and make things better. And Father God, I just thank you that there has been a continuance of your church in this nation that has always taken a negative turn and brought it back to you. That this is a nation under God. Hallelujah. And God, we speak to that right now in the face of great darkness that would completely destroy and dismantle this nation. We speak to it. (laughs) Hallelujah. And God, we say that there is a core, that this nation is under God. We speak to that right now. Hallelujah. We have a promise from you, Father, that... In in these recent months, there's been repentance. And Father, you said that if your people who are called by your name would humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways, and call on your name, Lord God, that there would be healing. And God, we give you thanks for your people, this nation, your people. We call them your people right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. We don't call this a nation that's on decline. We don't call this an evil nation. We call it your people. Hallelujah. There's a harvest coming of your people. Hallelujah. We speak to that, Father God. Our faith is in what you're doing here. (laughs) We see what the enemy's doing. He's, He's making a big mess. But, Father God, we speak to what you're doing right now. You're revealing things. Your shining light. Hallelujah. And what the enemy meant for evil will be turned. Because there is something we're standing on in you. Hallelujah. God, we give you thanks for that right now. And as we do, Father. As we do. The peace of God. Hallelujah. Guards our hearts. And our minds right now. We receive of that peace. We receive of that restoration, Lord God. Hallelujah. We're being redeemed, restored to the position that you've made us in Christ. Hallelujah. God, I give you thanks for that. Anybody here this morning that you're not experiencing that, you're, you're, you're overcome by an identity, by something that is not from God. We just believe that you do not have to stay that way. God loves you so much. He sent Jesus. He sent Jesus for you. He gave his life. And it's only through Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And you can know peace that passes understanding. You can know know eternal life that's you this morning, we just invite you just stand up, come forward we'll pray with you, why didn't everybody, let's, let's all just stand here this morning, hallelujah if you'd like for us to pray with you Jesus is here he wants to be your Lord he wants to make a new creation a new you inside hallelujah there's forgiveness, there's redemption Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Let's just all lift our hands right now. Let's just let's, let's give him thanks. Can we do that one more time? Father, we give you thanks. Thank you for eternal life in you. Thank you for redemption, Lord God. We thank you for salvation that's ours right now. We give you thanks for a father. Hallelujah. It's ours. It's ours right now. We bless your name. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father God. If anybody here has anything going on in your body, anything you're believing God for, your believer is, is on the kaput, it's not working for you, we want to believe with you. Amen? We'll believe with you this morning. And uh, you do not have to leave with anything you came with It's a baggage. Jesus is here to take it from you. Praise God. So as we dismiss this morning, if you'd like to come forward, we have some people here that will believe with you, pray with you. We'll pray the prayer of faith. And you can have that thing removed. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, are you blessed this morning? It's good to be in the house of the Lord, isn't it? Let's let those things that are ours already be a reason for us to give thanks. Let's take them from the request into the reception in thanks. Amen? Hallelujah. And we have an end-of-the-year resolution, right? Let's just be grateful all the way to the end of this year, and it just turns into our lifestyle. Amen? Praise God. Anything else? Hallelujah. Well, thank you for being here. I want to give you thanks for being here today. Hallelujah. What a blessing. Be back with us on Wednesdays. We have a wonderful time of just acknowledging God through his word. Hallelujah.